Hey, Margaret. Yeah, Anton? You know what people don't talk about enough? What? The fact that Sarah is nowhere on screen during Simon's solo with the Hilarishka Choir. Welcome to People Don't Talk About, Young Royals. I'm Anton. My pronouns are he, they. And I'm Margaret. My pronouns are they, them. And we're people here to discuss the show our friends are sick of hearing us talk about. If that sounds like you, stick around. If your friends sent you this podcast out of a desperate attempt to get you to watch Young Royals, take this as a sign. Go watch Young Royals, then come back to this podcast. Hey Anton, what are we talking about today? Today, we will be having a character discussion of Sarah in Season 1, Episode 1, having decided we have no choice but to stay in. In this discussion, we won't be summarizing the plot of the episode because we already did that. If you need or want a refresher, head back nine episodes in our feed to our most recent This Week in Hilarishka for a full breakdown. This episode discussion will likely be all over the place, so strap in. You've been warned. Okay. Conveniently, the thing I chose for the cold open is the first part of the episode, but that's because it is before Sarah even gets introduced. I did not make this realization until watching rewatching the episode for these for for this partly for this episode for this for this character episode because I don't know why I never questioned why Sarah isn't there to see her brother perform. That's a good point. I don't think I did either. I do have theories. Okay, let's have them. And I will present them to you. Did Sarah have to work during Simon's performance at the stables? Mm. Was she there and we didn't just, or we didn't see her? Like, like she just wasn't on screen. And the, but like, there's like part of the church that we don't, part of the audience we don't necessarily see. So she could have been in that for all we know. Or was this assembly early enough in the morning that Simon had to grab an early bus separate from Sarah to get to the performance. Uh, I wonder if only boarders were able to make it to the prince's arrival. That's interesting. That is, that is my, that is, that last one is my headcanon. And that would kind of go along with the school's whole elitist it is. I don't. I think it's one of those things where, but I think it's one of those things where Hilarishka was not thinking about that intentionally. Yeah. But I think the royal family might have, just yeah. possibly. Like, insofar as I think they would want him them to arrive there early in the morning. Yeah. Um, not so early that it's still dark, but like before school starts. Uh. Because one, so that Wilhelm like can get like get get situated, but also they know that they have a whole press circus there waiting for them, right. and so like to get these students like they probably have like a half day or something like that, or they're or like or they're literally off school because this might be a week like it might be like a Sunday or something like that, but like it, I think is very possible that like this is like the first thing students have in their day, mm-hmm. and like. If maybe if school is in session, and like, or the, or they have half day, unless Sarah is at work, she has no reason to be at Hilarishka when she's not in class. Right, that's a good point. I never thought about it because I think it's very interesting that like she is introduced to us as a stable hand. 
Yeah. And so we don't know that she's a stu- also a student at the school until Simon picks her up. Right. And so I think, like, Simon is introduced as, like, part of the choir. But with Sarah, she's set apart in this interesting way. Where, like, she is introduced, like, last out of all of the characters in these that get their own specific discussions. Yeah. And, like, we don't even know who she is when she gets introduced. Like, we have no context for her. Right. Like... Our first look at her, it her is leaning against the stables, watching Felice struggle on Rousseau. Yeah. Well, I'm really not adding anything to this discussion right now. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I mean, I'm just I, I think, trying to figure out what I think. You're. Pro- like, I think, I it, think sounds like it sounds like you're, it sounds like you're processing. Um, I am processing. But okay, I I will continue with my notes and jump in okay. when you have some when you have something like, I. Like. Our first look at Sarah, like what her first, like the shows her like doing something. It shows her being good at something that even modern nobility is struggling with. Yeah. She is like in her element. And like when we see, when we see her just talking to Rousseau alone, like she clearly loves her. Like she says, she says this in dialogue later, but like you don't even have to hear the dialogue to know like she loves her job and she Mm -hmm. loves this horse yeah damn yeah and so like this really does speak to immediately finding sarah endearing because like granted we don't know enough about felice to like know we're gonna kind of dislike her and we're gonna dislike her in this episode enough to assassinate her in the previous episode um but like it is really important to me that Sarah is introduced with out just like being in her happy place, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we know very little about her, as I said, but like I think from the dialogue of the scene, which I literally have not paid as close attention to, I think maybe just since I first watched the show. And even then, like I was still trying to figure out, I was still trying to honestly try to still trying to get used to the sweet sound of the Swedish language. So like, I, but like <laughs> an, a detail that I never noticed fully before um, is Sarah asks Felice if she wants her to uh, pick Russo's hooves. And Felice mm-hmm. sarcastically says, yeah, I'm sure they're super dirty after five minutes in the riding hall. And then Sarah starts picking the hooves because she took her literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she didn't, like, I don't want to be that be that reductive, but, like, like she is, Sarah is a, is a straightforward enough person who doesn't necessarily register that Felice is being sarcastic because Felice says, says yeah. Um, and so, like, Sarah takes that as permission and consent like like asking her to do it um yeah and like she is being helpful uh she is but i will say i do get the subtle sense that like she's thinking about taking care of rousseau rather than being nice doing something nice for felice oh a hundred percent um and like as she says to felice in this it, like, is as a defense of, like, why, like, she can do it if Felice doesn't want to. Like, she likes grooming Rousseau. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like it, this is like, we get inter- introduced to this girl who, for whom her job is not a burden. Uh, yeah. Who like generally enjoys her work. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's a very interesting, I, for reasons that I can't really get into, I just think that's an interesting way to introduce her. Um, I like yeah, it, it at least makes me a character that like, she's not a character I'm neutral on when we start. Like, like she, yeah. like they do enough with her that I'm just like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any, do you have any, do you have you gathered any thoughts about that scene or do you want to move on? No, we can move okay. on. Sorry, I was just reading over You're my good. notes. Um, so her scene, I, I grouped all of her scenes with Simon together. Um, because I don't have that much to say because I kind of, I'm kind of very general here and we can kind of go into specifics if we, if we want to, but I think we've talked about a lot of this. Uh, Sarah fights against the system way less than Simon does. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, oh, that's yeah. not necessarily a judgment. It's an observation. Um, it, yeah. Uh, but like going along with that observation, she also clearly like, she shows a desire to belong at Halerska, Um that, like, while at times in this episode it can get somewhat irritating, I can't fault her for. No, I can't either. What 17-year-old doesn't want to belong? Yes. Besides Simon. Yes. Especially with all the, the like, there are literally little subtle references, too, that we've dis- we've dissected before of, like, Linda asking how the girls are at Halerska, and then, like, and then... And then Sarah being like, well, there are boys there too. But like, clearly what her mom's asking her is like, are you getting bullied? Like, are you making friends? Um, yeah. And like, we quickly realized that the answer to whether or not she's making friends is like a pretty resounding no. It's yeah. why Simon has to invite, get them invited to the, fir- get her invited to the party too in the first place so that he convinced their mom that yeah. she has friends. But, like, I can't, we can't deny the fact, and I don't think we're trying to, that, like, her desire to belong and the fact that she fights against the system less than Simon does go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Simon. I mean, it's pretty hard to fit in if you're constantly fighting against. Right. And, like, Simon doesn't care what the other students think of him. Right. To a large extent. Right. Um, But, like, if Sarah... Sarah wants to belong here. She can't make waves, at least intentional. At least intentionally, like she still says things that like go against the grain, just because of like who she is and how she was raised. But like, mm-hmm. she's not out. She's stand. She sits next to Simon while he comes at Henry's throat. Oh yeah, and says nothing. Um, yeah. Did you look at her face during that scene? I realized I forgot to. Um, I mean, she kind of tells him to shut up, doesn't Potentially, she? actually. I think I, she might try to stop him. I forgot to check that scene. I that, I kind of skipped over that one because I forgot. I like I didn't, but I think it's goes. To, it just goes to show like that I didn't even think to look at that scene because like I don't observe her. Like similar yeah. to Felice in the choir scene that I was talking about last time, like talking about these characters who like maybe aren't the central focus of scenes and don't really have that many perspective scenes. Like, 
and actually i'm not even sure if sarah has a single perspective scene in this entire episode um when she's alone with rousseau okay yeah that's valid so i don't know do you have any thoughts about sarah like sarah as like what sarah's relationship with simon like tells us about her character and like maybe like why like she's she's like she's a i won't say that like she blows me out of the water as like an amazing sister like she's definitely unfair with simon sometimes uh in this episode Mm -hmm. like when he when he like is clearly trying to protect her like she like just totally resents him the entire time like she like i will respect that like she probably does not want to feel like she's being babied because like she is older than him (laughs) which is a fact that we often forget they're in the same grade but like she's it's because she had to repeat right and so like i understand especially like the fact that she is autistic does add a wrinkle to this like uh, like she doesn't want to feel like she needs to be like handled or kept safe um right because that doesn't feel like being equal and if there's anything she wants is that it is to be equal with everyone else around her um and to not feel like an outcast Mm -hmm. anymore yeah i think this doesn't have to do with her relationship with simon but this has to do with her not wanting to be an outcast anymore i think when she started at hilarishka she and granted we don't see them when they start but the vibe i get is that she was originally okay with flying under the radar as long as she's not being bullied she'll be Mm -hmm. fine type of thing but I think since being exposed to this new world that Hilarishka, like, exposes her to that she probably didn't see at Maryburg yeah. because it was a public school, yeah. she's like, no, this is, I want, I want in on this. Yeah, and I think we've, we've definitely said that in the podcast before of, like, she yeah. was, what I read between the lines of her dialogue and almost directly from her dialogue, she basically says it straight out, is like, like, at first she cared that, like, she wasn't being bullied anymore and then she started realizing that like she wants more than to just not be bullied and to be invisible um i think simon would simon could probably stand to have people not look at him but also he can't not speak out about shit so like eh but like yeah sarah is making sarah has made no waves I think for the purpose of like we, you see that in like the thing she asked Linda for during that dinner scene, like she is constructing a new identity for herself that will try that will help her infiltrate into this society. Which I don't I don't make that I don't mean that to some makes make that sound sinister, but I think it's true. Um, yeah, like she is trying to blend in. Um, mm-hmm. The pilot kind of hits you over the head with the fact that like. This school is all about conformity. Um, you do what you are told. <laughs> and you do what yeah. other people do. Um, and yeah. standing out is a bad I thing. I mean, 100%. I know August says this in the pilot, so I can say this. But, like, tradition is the most important thing. And in order to follow tradition, you just have to play along. There's no, like, room for individuality. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's what Sarah is trying to like, she's trying to play into that tradition. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know that she's entirely trying to stamp out her individual individuality because this kind of transitions into the party scene, which is, which I've kind of already been thinking yeah. about already with, with Felice, but yeah. like she doesn't take any umbrage to being called special. Um, although we have, t- we yeah. have talked that we were pretty sure that Felice means that in a different way than Sarah thought she meant that. Um, but, um, there's an interesting thing about her delivery of that line where Sarah sounds like, tell me if you agree with this, like, interpretation of it. She sounds like she's trying to, like, not make a big deal about it, but also acknowledging that a Felice has called it special <laughs> and, like, is almost, with, like, talking about it's, like, rarity. Um, like, she, like, she's like, it's, she's like, it's very, she's like, it's very common. Uh, like, or, or it's, or no, no, that's, that's about her ADHD. But, like, or something like that. Like, like, it's very, um. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think she, I mean, she speaks it like a fact, but it. Mm-hmm. I just I'm really I'm really curious like I don't know enough to fully com- to confidently say this but like I have this feeling that people at Halerska are gonna really try to not make a big deal out of Sarah's autism and I think that's partly because of this adherence to conformity um mm-hmm. like it is because it does not affect her ability clearly to like fit within the social yeah. structure and like like know her place and do what is expected of her like if it doesn't make her an other they're not going to make her an other because of it mm-hmm. whereas like at Maryaburg yeah. a public school where your social status really probably doesn't matter at definitely not as much right. as Hilarishka, but, but possibly not at, not even at all. Um, Sarah's autism would have been the only thing that made her another. Um, but the fact that like mm-hmm. she can kind of be the good non-border, right? In a lot of ways, yeah, 100%. like. I mean, say what she she'll she can say what she wants about like the way that Simon is kind of is kind of embarrassing her, but like he's doing her a favor, um, in a lot of ways, um, because the more he stands out, the more people just like forget that she's all she's not a border too. Yeah, and I don't, they, they can't totally yeah. forget. They can't totally forget because they they know she's poor shit yeah i never really thought of it that way especially like when we see felice opening up to sarah class it doesn't get brought up once like that is two friends interacting or a budding but a budding friendship like right like and as i was saying last episode like oh yeah i admire yeah i think it's interesting that sarah admires felice in a way that could be, it could be aspirational, like kind of wanting to be at least of like, it's that desire, desire to belong, desire to conform. Like she wants mm-hmm. to like 
belong in Felice's social circle. Um, if not, like, just, like, appreciating her as a person. Like, like calling her calling her pretty and, like, being just very complimentary to her. Despite the fact that she is from, if that, for the first scene together is any indication, she's been treating, like, her, her like, shit for a month. Right. And Sarah says to Simon, it wasn't, it wasn't about me. She, no. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think that's a very, like, astute observation for a 17-year-old. I don't think I was that self-aware at 17. No. You're right. Um, But also, I almost wonder if, like, I can't can't get too far into Sarah's head because with any thoughts that she doesn't say out loud are hard to read. But I could see it as being a situation where, like, Sarah might have felt bad for a couple, for like a week or Mm -hmm. so. But then she's like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. I am doing my job and she's still mad at me, which means I don't think it's my fault. And I think that is that is like that is the kind of logic that I think it just that just makes sense to me as where her head's at. And like it's how I can get her to that place of being like, it's not about me. She's like and she's like, she's like, trust me, it's not about me. I went through all, I've yeah. thought through all the different ways that it could have been about me, right. and none of them make sense. So, it can't be about me. And like, I don't know. There is a, what really made me actually think like her character. Like, I've talked about this before. Like, I like the way that she described, she talks about her, her diagnosis. I think it's a very interesting way of, like, just stating it as a fact and, like, just straight, being straightforward about it. Not trying to necessarily couch it in anything. Just, like, being like, yeah, this is me. Um, but I think that really carries on later, later in that same conversation to her saying things that even Maddie doesn't seem comfortable confronting Felice about. Right. Like I talked with this last last episode, like she tells her stuff that like no one would have dared to talk to her about because I think Sarah maybe doesn't realize how much she is hitting on like all of Felice's wounds at the same time. Yeah, like because she hasn't she's no she knows that her Felice's attitude isn't about her, but I think she is far beyond really understanding why fully sex the way she does yeah 100 percent. and so she's just she just she's just she's just she's but she's responding from her own perspective and how she was raised and how she understands the world and she's like well if it takes too long why do you straighten your hair yeah but she's like and she's like well no you're but you're but your hair the little bit of curls that have come back into it like they're they make you pretty like they 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 look good like like they're she ha- she has a blunt bluntness and an honesty to her character. Yeah, that is like it's mostly endearing in this episode. I will say, yeah. like with with Felice, I love it. When it's with her mother, <laughs> I don't love it. We start getting into problems. Um, I don't love like it. like the way she talks to Linda in this episode is kind of yikes. Um, it 
irks me. Yeah. Um, it irks me a lot. And I think it's because we are really, really focalized through. Yeah. I we both we were focalized through Linda, and then we're like kind of focalized through like Simon in that scene. And so like Sarah isn't really ever totally focalized in that scene. I don't think. Uh, or like or if she is, maybe it's only for a few. It's only for a few lines. And so like with them being so hurt and then Simon being so with Linda being so hurt and Simon being so offended on her behalf like you're not gonna think that like regardless of your own feelings like you're not gonna think that's a good look um when she just like slams her plate into the sink and then goes to her room right um like we don't we only get we've only gotten a taste or a glimpse of like what her life has been like up till now mm-hmm. but we don't know her well enough at this point that like that outburst comes out of nowhere for us and yeah. you're just like what is i don't i didn't i didn't love that i didn't i didn't love that side of you my dear um and like again like 17 like all of these do kind of yeah should come with a grain of salt like like i under i recognize that she is 17 um but like it's not to say that i can't kind of judge her a little bit um because like i think we can judge i don't know a little bit for that you're not you're not you're not wrong like what are these episodes for if not judging people and saying how we feel about them but like I don't know. I'm care- I'm trying to be careful about being too harsh about that scene because, right. like, I don't. We don't know enough yet to really definitively say whether or not that was justified. If there was other stuff going yeah. on there, like, I just don't want to be too gung ho about like really like sa- like this is a character standing episode. Like on the whole, I love care. I-, I love Sarah in this episode. Oh yeah, me too. They're just they're di- they're just points where I'm just like. You have some flaws that we might want to work on, you know? Hey, everybody's got flaws. Doesn't mean you're not a good yeah. person. Yeah. Just uh, a little I PSA think... for all the real ones out there. Yeah, definitely. Like, we don't... <laughs> I will like I will say, we, we spent a lot of... Uh, we, def- we spent definitely a lot of Simon's character standing uh, talking about why we love him. We didn't really touch on his flaws all that much, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, because he's perfect. <laughs> uh I, I, I will say that i i will say that i think that uh a lot of his the people so the people that hilarious think are flaws on the for the most part are not flaws Correct. and i think what i personally feel like are his flaws have not been revealed yet so i would agree with that like they were not present in this episode so we didn't talk about them Correct. uh but with with both sarah we see some room for improvement uh, this is a character standing, but you can do better, my love. You can do, but be- you can do better. Yeah, I would agree. Um, do you have any more specific thoughts before I r- summarize this up? Um, something that we didn't talk about that I saw in your yes. notes and mine was oh, yeah. in the party scene when she takes the drinks. <gasps> oh, you're right. You're right. I because I was think I was I, wa- I wanted to go back and then I forgot. Thank you. Um, I never thought about this until I, until I, I wasn't, I wasn't even watching the scene. I was just like thinking about through, thinking through Sarah's scenes. Mm-hmm. And then I suddenly connected two dots that I never connected before. I'm like, 
that makes so much sense why Simon glares at her for taking her for taking a, a drink of al- a, a, a cup of alcohol and presumably getting quite drunk because like uh in the minimal research that I did for this for this episode to like make sure I was right like alcohol and any kind of ADHD medication doesn't really mix well no and you want to know why why my mom's an adhd specialist i'm gonna put that out there. also also uh oh we dang it we forgot to mention the last episode starting in our felice character standing episode we talked about it in our august episode we revealed that we were uh about to graduate college we have since graduated college there's oh, yeah. a lot there's a big gap between there's a b- big gap between august and felice but i will say you were about to hear from someone with a bachelor of science in biochemistry which is also revealing my major for the first time on this podcast Oh, yeah. Breaking news. If you guessed biochem, you were right. If you guessed chem, you were close enough, so you're right, too. If you're guessing biology, Um, less close. But, you know, closer than, like, physics, so. If you guessed physics, why do you hate me? Sorry. (laughs) That might be a hot take. Um, That's just how Margaret feels. It's, yeah, it's not a hot take. It's how I feel. Yeah. Um, So, alcohol is a depressant. Makes you sleepy. Also, it makes you sleep terrible. I don't know how those add up, but they do. I don't know. I don't drink alcohol. Stimulants stimulate. They yeah. help get more dopamine to your receptors in your brain. Yes. Which... And ADHD medication is a methamphetamine. Like, it is yes. meth. So, like, you, it is a stimulant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. ADHD meds, stimulants. Adderall is a stimulant. Vyvanse, stimulant. Okay. Because those interact, um, first of all, alcohol-drug interactions are very real, people. Please be careful. Second of all, because those interact, your stimulants that you take dampen the effects of alcohol in your system. So people will drink more to get the same amount of drunk. But that still affects your liver and your body the same, even Mm. though you feel less drunk. So you're at a higher risk of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. I kind of wish that was spelled for us out in the some spelled spelled out for that us spelled out for us in this episode, but I get why it wasn't because it would be very clunky um, for Simon to say something that like can be just delivered with a look. Um, but like I it feel it feel I feel bad that I didn't it took me this long ever after watching that scene to like recognize what that look meant. Well, because it could also be like you're gonna drink after everything we went through with our father. Oh dang! You're that's so you're so right. Oh, there's so many layers. There's so many layers. It's complicated. Like it's Simon doesn't drink, which I think we didn't talk about. We have not talked about yet. But he doesn't drink. We at least haven't talked about it in length. Yeah, we did, but he. But I don't think we talked about it at all. Like he doesn't drink at all at the party. He brought the yeah. booze, and he's not partaking in the booze that he helped get. Yeah. And. You know, I also think it's fascinating because between me and my brother, I'm scarred enough by alcohol to not drink, mm-hmm. but my brother isn't. Mm-hmm. And so we're like the exact opposite of Simon and Sarah. Yeah. And my brother's the older one. Yeah. Hey, Ben, how you going? I don't know if Ben's going to listen to this podcast, but you know. Probably not, but in spirit, he'll feel it in his bones. There you go. Um... So yeah, I think with that, I think that's all of our specific thoughts about Sarah covered in this episode. Yep. 
so. Alrighty. To summarize for why we stand Sarah in this episode. Like with Felice, my decision for how to classify Sarah in our ranking system, which you ha- we haven't revealed all of our rankings yet. Just don't, don't, don't have, no, don't fear. We we don't have the the people we love, people we hate. There is, there is other stuff in between. But stay tuned. In our, it, we decided to stay stay simple with our first uh, with our first with the first cycle, because um, it also leaves us room to change our minds. My decision to classify Sarah uh, is taken on average throughout in this episode. We have throughout her scenes in this episode because, as we mentioned, like especially towards the end here, like there are things to criticize Sarah for. Um, that you could critique her about and and say like as I said earlier, are either, I mean, I might have just said about Felice, but like just generally, like it's not a good look, not a great look. Um, maybe maybe something to improve on, but. Even though she's not always stand material, the same traits that were grating at times to me that I wasn't kind of sometimes made me uncomfortable or like I didn't love, like also helped me understand her and made me enjoy her as a character at the very least. Yeah. Um, like characters we love don't need to be perfect people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they just like need to be people we enjoy watching. Um, and like her drive to belong. And her like straightforward approach to interpersonal relationships, um, like I I both like related and like empath and like sympathized with her within that. Like like I understood who she was as a character, and like I valued her addition to the show. Yeah. Um. But at times, I will note that her desire to belong verged too close to wanting to conform and her bluntness verged a little too close to cruelty sometimes however unintentional that cruelty might have been mm-hmm. um specifically with especially especially with her mother um like linda isn't getting her own character standing episode in this cycle but like we we stand in, in we stand quick character standing for linda we stand um <laughs> uh I find Sarah interesting. Uh, I think intriguing is the word I used earlier. Um, but it's my most of my curiosity to learn more about her that makes me stand her more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think of the characters that like are in our core five, which we which we have finally gotten to all of them. Um. Wilhelm, Simon, August, Felice, Sarah. Yep. Sarah is the one who gets the least developed in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, except for maybe Felice. Um, Sarah has a little bit. Sarah has, I think, a few more scenes than Felice does. Um, but also, where we see Felice alone, and we rarely, we hardly, we see Sarah alone for maybe like two seconds. Yeah. Um. And like. The more we learn about Simon and his upbringing, we also are learning about Sarah's upbringing at the same time. Like, it's not like we don't know Sarah. Right. But I think she has not affected things much. Like, she isn't a perspective character for an entire scene. She is with Simon or with Felice. But, like, Felice and Simon are really the people we're learning about in those scenes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like... Sarah is 
kind of the most secondary out of all the characters. I feel like I would agree. Um, with that. that of the people we we like name and we we are we are we are named and that we follow. Um. So, she is character standing because I want more of her. Um, and like. I think that's that's a good enough re- a recent reason as any. Yeah, fucking nailed it again. I was about to say if you have anything to add. No, <laughs> you never do. I, I feel like it's gonna be really funny. I hope we go through a cycle of like. Currently, you just sound really angry when I when I ask that, and now I hope we eventually get to a place where it's just like we get to a different emotion. But you know, I respect being frustrated. <laughs> Because you always ask if I have anything to add after you fucking knocked it out of the park. No. Uh, Fucking Bachelor of Arts in English? Jesus. Not only that, I mean, how much do I want to flex on this this podcast where people... (laughs) I mean, not only Bachelor of Arts in English, uh, 3.99 GPA, summa cum laude, graduate of the honors program. 3.99? Yep, and that was only because of one class in my last in the this this past, this past semester. What the fuck? I got a single A B. In eight I semesters. I hate you. I don't. I mean, this is this is also partly this is also partly humanities versus science, which could be a whole bonus episode if you want. That would be, it to be quite the discussion because um, I have a like I had a bunch of classes in both. Yes, because I don't know. Have we mentioned before that? You're a woman in gender studies minor? Nope, but we did now. There we go. Women in gender studies minor. Biochemistry major. And I had a music and Spanish minor. Double minor. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to us figuring out what each other's minors were in the last week of our last semester of college. Yeah. I think it was during finals week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I am ready to... Outro us if you are ready. I'm ready. (sighs) All right. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to keep up to date with when we release new episodes and other pod-related announcements, you can check out our Instagram at People Don't Talk About. Our next episode will be our final character episode, Another Character Standing, where we'll celebrate all things Eric in Season 1, Episode 1. So stay tuned. And with that, all that's left to say is... Let's start a revolution, revolution, baby. baby.